0: live what is going on everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the tim king show and if you're watching live you can see i love this hat that's right in honor of the man getting some tv screen time in ring match action jake hager i love this hat i went ahead and i threw my hat on for my man jake hager who represented jas tonight but what's going on everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the tim king show is always hosted by your boy tk right here on the bloodline entertainment network it is wednesday night so you know what that means we got another ae dynamite review coming at you it was, it was just an all right show tonight. We'll talk about that momentarily. But before we get into it, let's get into the housekeeping. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit that like button. Go back to other videos. Hit the like button. And most importantly, hit that subscribe button. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for all the support that you show. Not only this show, but all the shows here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network and the website bloodlinenetwork.com for all your sports wrestling entertainment needs our video podcast our audio podcast everything under one roof bloodlinenetwork.com get on there and check it out and again we're here tonight for our AEW dynamite review it might be right here on the Tim King show but it's the AEW dynamite review show that's what we are doing and like I said the show was just okay tonight you know I walked away after the show feeling a little bit better up than I was feeling up until the main event. The main event was a lot of fun. The show itself was just kind of lackluster, and I guess that's just me kind of putting nicely that the show sucked. I'll never go out and just fully say a Dynamite sucks because I'll always pick in and choose good points from it. So there was that great main event match that I I enjoyed um, really everything after the picture and picture break. Getting to see Roderick Strong in action tonight was a lot of fun getting to see his return. Getting to see Bandito. Bandito is always a pleasure. The guy who rocks the bucket hat, Jake Hager. Dude's a powerhouse. If you watch that match, I mean, the guy looks like the only legitimate wrestler in that ring as far as body size structure goes. Dude is a beast still, and he can go in the ring. Go back and see what he did. But... The show itself was just all right. and Shida, Hikaru Shida was back, I marked out like crazy for that, Um, we'll talk about that momentarily, but tonight's show is going to be really quick, I'm just going to run down Dynamite, I'm not going to do Topic Battle Royal, it's just kind of one of those intermediate filler shows, killing time to get to the pay-per-view, there was some story progression for sure, for matches that are going to get to Double or Nothing, It was just an all right show, though, so there's really no reason to deep dive too much into it, but let's start off. The show started with Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Orange Cassidy, and Bandito taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society of Danny Garcia, Jay Kager, and 2.0 Daddy Magic, and Cool Hand Ange. It was a fun match. I'm not going to say it sucked by any means. You know, the guys got their spots in for sure. I think JAS might've got a little too much offense. I think the match might've went a little bit too long, to be honest with you. Um, Bandito was a tank, dude. The dude's a moose. He had a suplex spot for just a bit on 2.0. He was going back and forth with them. Then he had a double suplex spot on them, which was really cool as well. Roderick Strong is a machine. It was great to see him out there wrestling. Him and Jake Hager had a nice exchange that I enjoyed. And what, what can you say about Orange Cassidy? The dude's incredible. He's got his 100th AEW win. And Orange Cassidy and Daniel Garcia are going to ta- are gonna face face off against each other next week, one-on-one, for the international championship. And I very much look forward to that. At the end of the day was Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Orange Cassidy, and Bandito getting the win here. The biggest focal point was Chris Jericho coming out after, after the, the entrances, after J.S. came out. He went on commentary after the match. During the match, Adam Cole was trying to get up the stage to get at Jericho and kept getting stopped. After the match, Adam Cole rushes the stage. I don't know why, how Jericho didn't see him. He's looking into the, the, the camera, you know, watching the ring. I don't know how he didn't see Adam Cole, but I digress. Adam Cole runs up the ramp, spears Jericho through, I don't a little stage area, beats the hell out of him. Security comes, and that's that. Fun match overall. Like I said, Bandito shined. Roddy looked great. And after the match, then when we come back from commercial break, Adam Cole and Chris Jericho are in the back screaming at each other. Jer- Adam- Jericho's like, get him out of here. He hit me. I mean, it's a wrestling show. Of course he fucking hit you. But Jericho's screaming, get him out of here. He hit me. Yada, yada, yada. Britt Baker comes up, and mind you, Chris Jericho's wearing a sleeveless Britt Baker shirt. I don't know if you guys have seen the new Britt Baker shirt that, that's out. It's uh, her face with the black eye. Saray gave her the black eye. You know, I don't know. A lot of people are against it because of domestic violence. No, um, you know, whatever. I digress. Jericho's rocking the shirt. Britt walks right up to him, and she calls him a bitch and smacks him in the face. Jericho falls on the ground like he's appalled and like it hurts so bad. Whatever. I walked away, I looked at my wife, and I go, God, that was horrible acting again. Adam Cole is just like the worst actor in the world. Britt Baker is right there with him, and Jericho's not much better. So while I can't wait for the match itself, a double or nothing, it'll be fun, the acting that is going on, here, like, Britt Baker didn't need to be involved in this. We didn't need to mix Britt Baker and the Outcast. I digress. We're just going to keep talking. We're not talking about, uh, about my opinions. We're just doing show flow right now. So we get we come back to a promo. Renee Paquette's backstage. She's got Darby Allen and Jack Perry. Jack says neither he nor Darby have ever made an event, main event or have never main evented at a pay per view before. And that will change after tonight. Darby says tonight it's showtime. And either Darby or Jack will be the ones walking out with the belts at double or nothing. They're ready, they're excited. Then we get another promo the Blackpool combat club the four of them together god damn i love seeing the four of them together you have brian wheeler and claudio looking dead serious mox kind of looking the other way from the camera just mm, see them, just waiting to get his hands on kenny omega brian says there's a guy who used to call himself the best there is the best there was the best here or ever will be and while he used to look up to that guy the fact that someone would call themselves the best there ever will be is a joke because thinking that there will never be anyone better than you is a joke and daniel brian brian danielson man i do it all the time still is the greatest wrestler ever but he thinks there will be a greater wrestler than him at some point and he points to wheeler Yuta and goes and i hope it's this little shit and even this little shit could be a better wrestler than me when it's all said and done and then that's the difference between the BCC and the elite. We are going to make better wrestlers. You guys do not do that. And Moxley then started to um, started talking. Says iron sharpens iron. A lot has changed since the John Moxley Kenny Omega that we feud that we had three years ago over the AEW title in Detroit next week in the cage. Kenny Omega is going to find out who the 2023 version of John Moxley is. Oh god damn i cannot wait for it i cannot wait for it so then we get the women's we go to the women's match of the night Soraya defeated willow nightingale so this match sucked all right it sucks to say but there was just way too much interference in this match from the outcast and i get it that's what they're there for they're the heels but yo, at the end of the day it's Soraya versus willow saraya should be beating willow clean in five six minutes there is no need for Ruby and Tony to get physically involved and then each of them distract the referee multiple times. It was absurd. It was insane. It was very frustrating, as a matter of fact, as a fan to watch. Uh, I'm glad I think that we might be getting away from that because what ended up happening after the match, of course, we got our three-on-one beatdown where Tony, Soraya, and Ruby were beating down Willow. And this time, she does music hit. When the music hit, I said... Oh dear Lord, thank God. Thank, thank God Sheeta is back. Because if you remember when this Outcast original angle started, it had everything to do with Sheeta. So thank God she was back. And what is she to do? She comes down and asks for the, the for the spray paint. She gives hugs to Soraya and Tony and Ruby to make it seem like she's joining the outcast side of things. Oh, it was so cool. It was so DDP-esque with the NWO. I go right to my wife. I go, yo, it's like DDP. Like she has any idea what the fuck that, that is. <laughs> it was like DDP in the NWO and that's exactly how it felt because Jamie and Britt came up from the outside, got in the ring. So, uh, Sheeta sprays Soraya in the face with the spray paint. Picks up the kendo stick, beats the holy hell out of the Outcast, and then they, they spray paint over the Outcast they lay in there one by one by one. A E Dub. I fully expect a three on three now, a double or nothing. Where it'll be Britt, Jamie, and Sheeta taking on the Outcast, Soraya, Tony, and Ruby. Let's go. While well, the match itself sucked, the aftermath with the uh, with Sheeta coming back. And then with Sheena, the originals doing their thing was really, really nice to see them getting that one up. So I'm excited to see where we go from there. I imagine it'll be a three on three. We get a House of Black promo. God, where have they been? You go and check out my power rankings, my AEW power rankings on bloodlinenetwork.com. You know, the House of Black was sitting at number three as of four weeks ago. And now they're all the way down to like number 10, 11. They haven't been on TV in three weeks. It's fucking asinine. They're still not on TV. They get a vignette, whatever it is, what it is. They issue an open house challenge. What does that mean? It means the match is going to be changed. It's a 20-second countout rule, so you can't run. It's dealer's choice, so it's whether the team they're fighting wants to have a DQ on or DQ off. That's up to the opponent. No rope break. So, what does that lead into? It leads into the Tres de Mayo Trios Battle Royal. And if you want to talk about the sad sack state of the trios division, my God, dude. Look at these trios. The team that won, the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn. All right, that's cool. So we'll get the House of Black in a House of Black Open Challenge match against the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn, presumably a double or nothing. But these other teams... Lucha Bros and vikingo that was a fun team, but come on, they ain't going to win. Vars- although, that would be a lot of fun, Lucha Bros and Vikingo against the House of Black. That would have been dope, but they're the ROH Tag Team Champions. They should strictly be on ROH. It's a topic for a whole other day. Varsity Athletes, they're the first team out. All three of them went over before anyone else was eliminated. The Dark Order, God, I've seen enough of these guys. Butcher Blade and Kip Sabian. And then, God damn, this man was the TNT Champion two, three weeks ago. Powerhouse Hobbs teaming with QT, Marshall, and Aaron Solo. What? What? Anyway, inside the match, Hobbs took out Lucha Bros and Bakingo, pretty much himself, then fucking eliminated himself. He ran at the acclaimed. I know they were supposed to put a hand on him. Neither guy got a hand on him. Hobbs just runs over the ropes himself. This fucking sucked. It another. It, it sucked. Like I said, the show was just very, very average tonight. Um, this, this, this trio's battle royal, as you want to call it, it sucked. In the match previous, Ray versus Willow, that sucked too. And the acting before that was bad. So this show just, it wasn't good up until the end. And let's keep rolling. We get another backstage promo. This time it's Sammy Guevara with Renee. MJF shows up. This is kind of funny. Sammy tells MJF, you watched the tape from last week and nobody was in the vehicle. He says, come on, Max, what's going on? MJF goes to walk away and acts like he's going to cry tell Sammy his back hurts from carrying the company from the past year. He had to lay in the back seat to make it feel better. Sammy grabs under his arm, brings him back in, gives him a big kiss on his forehead. They say some more goofy shit. They hug it out. More kisses are thrown. You know where it's going. They're going to end up turning on each other at the end of the night. But lovey-dovey funny stuff up until then. Another backstage promo. Kenny Omega, Don Callis, assigned Callis points to his head. It says 23 stitches. You know what, Moxley, you want to say you're going to this you're going to take out Kenny Omega you're the new John Moxley do you know what my brain and Kenny Omega's talent are going to do to you you are going to lose every single time John Moxley so Callus and Me- Omega are definitely focused Omega goes and says he might John, he Omega goes and says that John Moxley might make Kenny bleed he also might make himself all hot and bother to make himself bleed i thought that was really funny but at the end of the day the BCC made this personal, and it ends next week. God, I can't wait for that match. Kenny Omega, John Moxley, steel cage match in Detroit. Cannot wait. Another shit segment. Wardlow comes out, defeats a local enhancement ta- talent, does the powerbomb S- symphony a couple of times, calls out Luchasaurus after. Christian and Luchasaurus come out. Christian grabs the mic and says, Hey, Wardlow, you're an idiot. Because the title shot I'm talking about, doesn't belong to Luchasaurus. It belongs to me. God, gross, gross. How many times am I gonna say gross? Or this sucks tonight. So I might not say average. I might just say the show sucks. Jeez, Louise, not not a very good show. Next segment, though, very funny. Mark Briscoe answers the tour. It's a farm segment at the Briscoe Farm. It's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh had overalls on. They were hilarious um mark briscoe had came out with his little baby it, it was just really funny j, double j was sitting on on, on, the, on the papa briscoe's rocking chair playing let my baby um go and then they walked away for a little bit and they were like doing this like little song and dance in the middle of the yard and papa Briscoe said, like, you better watch these guys while like satin was like throwing the baby up and Jay was doing this dance and let me tell you this little vignette was the most enjoyable part of the whole show by far and away, this vignette was the most enjoyable part of the whole show. So if you catch anything on Dynamite or the AEW YouTube page, go back and check this out. It was highly enjoyable. Lethal and Double J then say they will challenge FTR for a match at Double or Nothing for the AEW Tag Team Championships. How many fucking shots is a title? Is Jay Lethal going to get? My God, He's at like eight championship shots. It's wild. Anyways, let's keep the ball rolling. Ricky Starks defeats Juice Robinson. There's a lot of action on the outside of this match. went into picture-in-picture. I don't know, man. I I just don't really care for Juice Robinson. He's got great energy. He's good in the ring. I just, I don't care, man. They're not making me feel this Ricky and Jay feud at all. Getting Sean Spears mixed in really didn't do it for me either. The match itself was fine once they got back from the picture-in-picture break. Pretty physical. They had a nice back-and-forth exchange. Ricky ends up hitting a huge spear into a Rochambeau jay white comes out after the match to try to get at ricky he goes for the switchblade ricky reverses it about to hit a Rochambeau, bow and juice makes the save it was whatever i mean getting ricky back on tv on dynamite in the match it was nice to see especially after thinking that ricky's coming in winter is coming as you know number one contender wrestling max for that title like to see ricky doing more for sure it's gonna be interesting but i think ricky probably end up losing to jay white which sucks keep it going another backstage segment uh, the jungle boy and Darby are there as Darby walks out of the room and Jeff comes up to Jack and he says, listen, man, you're not world champion material, but at the end of the day, you can have a spot next to me. Jack's like, fuck off, dude. I am world champion material. And I'm not going to be a douche when I do it. I'm gonna do it my own way. They go to the ring. Darby comes back in, just looks at them all awkward. They go back main event. This match was awesome. Like I said, I think I was just feeling okay when the show started when I said it was an average show because I was just coming off the high of this main event but yeah reading back the show is not very good very 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 lackluster at best but Jack Jack Perry and Darby Allen defeated MJF and Sammy Guevara thus making the main event at double or nothing a fatal four-way with the four pillars being MJF defending his AEW world championship against Sammy Guevara Darby Allen and Jungle Boy Jack Perry I cannot wait for this match. They have done such beautiful storytelling with these four guys to lead to this match a double or nothing. And again, I cannot wait. But I absolutely love this match. Sammy and and MJF came up to a mashup of their music. It was tight. Go and check it out. After the picture and picture break, it's always after the picture and picture break. I hate it. It was a really fun sequence uh, where Jack hit four topes and then a nasty flip on MJF. He was back and forth. Sammy, Max, Sammy, Max, Max. And then he went to do Sammy again. He lost um, Sammy moves. And then Darby just fucking pops him with his cannonball to the outside. Nasty as all hell. I don't know. Sammy gets the uh, gets his win back right away. Gets the upper hand. Hits a nasty Spanish fly to Jack off the top rope. Darby ends up getting a hot tag. Hits a sick code red to Sammy. Goes for the code red to MJF. Gets reversed into a powerbomb. Jack gets the blind tag where he puts a snap tra- snap tra- sna- snare trap. Holy crap. Snare trap on Max, but Sammy breaks it up. Sammy and Max get more offense in. Sammy hits a senton on Jack. Max tags himself in to go for the pin. Max then hits a powerbomb on Jack. Sammy tags himself in for the pin. Now it's over. These two are, they're done. They're done being teammates. Max slaps Sammy. Sammy hits Max with a super kick. Max is knocked out. Jack ends up hitting a super kick and an elbow to Sammy. He goes for the pin. Darby ended up tagging himself in when Jack ran the ropes. For the big elbow strike to the back of Sammy's head. So Darby goes up top for the coffin drop. He didn't give a shit. Jack was still there for the pin. Didn't see Darby coming. Jack moves at the last second. Darby smashes Sammy. Gets the one, two, three. And Jack's just like, what the fuck, dude? But at the end of the day, like I just said, this now is a fatal four red double or nothing for the AEW World Championship. And that's it, folks. High spots of the night. Roderick Strong's debut. Karushita coming back. The main events, that's about it. It wasn't, it wasn't a special show by any means. It really wasn't. They need to send Adam Cole and Britt Baker and Chris Jericho to acting school. If they're going to continue this feud or just like do away with it because it's bad. It's tough. It's rough, rough. I give this show probably like a 5 out of 10. So you know what? Fuck it. For like the first time ever, I'm going to say it was a bad Dynamite. Pretty damn bad Dynamite show. Sorry to break it down that way. But you got to be honest. If you're doing these shows, you got to be honest. I say it. I call everything down the middle. And I started I started the show, like I said, I came off the main event. I was feeling good, feeling pretty high off it. But at the end of the day, after going back and talking through the show and feeling, remembering how I felt as I watched it, and not a good show, like a five out of ten. Hope, hopefully it bounces back. Last week the show was killer. It's been killer. This was by far and away the worst show that since, damn, since I could remember, really, but definitely the worst show since I've been doing these AEW Dynamite reviews. And that's why I'm going to cut it here. Got your review. That was the show. We have more progress towards Double or Nothing for sure. We have the Fatal 4-Way Pillars match for the AEW World Championship. We're going to have some BCC Elite. I think we are set for the women's match for the Originals with the outcast. It's going to be Britt, Jamie, and Sheeta taking on Soraya, Tony, and Ruby. FTR against Jay Lethal and Double J for the Tag Team Championships. Wardlow and Christian for the TNT title. Woof. Ugh, the Trio's Belt, House of Black versus the Acclaimed, and Billy Gunn. I don't know. I don't know that he's doing anything. Jade Cargill wrestles on Rampage this week. I imagine her feud with Taya will ramp up from there, and that match will go down double or nothing as well. Rampage this week has the Lucha Bros and Vikingo taking on Hobbs, QT, Sol- QT Marshall, and Aaron Solo. Um, Mark Briscoe will take on Preston Vance. And then we'll have that wacky little house deletion, whatever the fuck that match is between the Hardys hook and Isaiah Cassidy taking on the firm. As far as dynamite goes next week, we got Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in a steel cage. Let's go. And for the international championship, Orange Cassidy defends against Daniel Garcia. That's it, folks. That's all. Next week, we'll definitely be back talking more. I got to think we're going to have a lot more to talk about coming off the next week's show, coming off that cage match, coming off that international championship match, seeing what more progress we make in the stories for sure. I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Thank you so very much. As always, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button and go check out the website for all of your sports, wrestling, entertainment needs, all of our video and audio podcasts, everything we do under one roof, network.com. I just want to thank you guys all so very much for tuning in, um, listening, liking, subscribing, reading, whatever it is you do. Thank you so much for the support. I greatly appreciate it. Until next time, your boy TK.